Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Yeah, not much going on. Well, except maybe the biggest Supreme Court decision in our lifetime. Unbelievably, the decision of Roe v. Wade has been leaked. And uh, the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. Well... Sort of. I mean, they could change their minds. Yeah. And would that surprise anybody if they did? Not one bit. No, I'm pretty sure it happened with (laughs) Obamacare and John Roberts. Oh, it sure did. However, this time, we don't need Roberts. Mm. You got the other five conservatives. The actual conservatives on uh, the Supreme Court Five have all voted, all five of them. The three liberals on the court voted the other way. So right now, it's five to three with one abstention. And that abstention, of course, is John Roberts. <laughs> you got to see which way the wind's blowing. Yep. Ugh. He's pathetic. He is. He so bad. is terrible. Uh, but Sam Alito mm-hmm. wrote the majority opinion, and it's already been leaked. I don't know how this happened. How did it happen? Well, this is not supposed to happen. Oh, I think the theory, and I think it's an accurate one. that people... Maybe drip it out there and uh, lessen yep. the impact a little bit? No. No, this is a chance to get the public riled mm-hmm. up and the minions that are already in front of the Supreme Court last night. I, I, gee, how did they know that well, this, I know, but, this was coming? Yeah, but... And, and this could change. How did they allow it to happen? Oh, That's right. just crazy. No. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I think that, um, you know, this is... Uh, they're, they're hoping that, that they could change minds through mobocracy. <clears throat> That's exactly what this is. And, it, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Of course, the... Five who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade seem pretty solid. Hmm. Now, if they had to have John Roberts to keep the majority, then then you'd be more concerned. All there. bets are off. Yeah. yeah, I'd be really, really concerned. But I was just I was looking at the five, and uh, let's see where are they? But this, okay, here it is. Yeah. Uh, it's Clarence Thomas, obviously. Yeah. Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. And Samuel Alito. That's mm-hmm. those are five solid conservatives. At least on this one. Yep. Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan mm-hmm. are working on one or more dissents, according to uh, the person with knowledge of this. How Chief Justice Roberts will ultimately vote, and whether he will join an already written opinion or draft <laughs> his own, is unclear. And who cares? And who cares? We don't need him. <laughs> don't need him. But it would be nice to have it six three. That would be pretty solid, uh, a pretty solid overturning of an absolutely, how did Alito put it, egregiously decided uh, court case. Yeah. Roe v. Wade, egregiously decided. Roe v. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start, he wrote. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. And far from bringing about a national settlement of the abortion issue, Roe and Casey, which was uh, later, uh, I think 1993, have inflamed debate and deepened division. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. So Alito's opinion here is uh, really solid. Yeah. Yeah, he says it's time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. That's all they're trying to do is give it back to the states, right? 
Yes. Which in November 2020, when it and was that's convenient. all this does, right? By the way, yeah, that's all Roe does. It doesn't say you're banned from doing abortions in the United States. No, it doesn't. You know, the California law can still be uh, in place. They can still have their abortion all the way up to seven weeks after birth thing. Uh, you know, Massachusetts and New York and all those uh, abortion places where they love, where they're just in a cult of death. Frankly, they can continue that. But Texas can, we can bow out of the abortion business. Mm-hmm. Utah can bow out of the abortion business. Indiana, Idaho, all the places that don't want to do this anymore. Oklahoma just passed a law, a six-week uh, abortion ban. Yeah, and this is not how it's going to be argued in the press. You're going to hear, yes. oh my gonna gosh, be. they're going to mm-hmm. ban abortion and women's rights. And, and what you're going to hear is, they're going to go to back alley abortion clinics and die. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to back alley places and make it illegal and, and they're going to die. Uh, no, that's not what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were already... I, I swear they knew this was coming. Okay, they've got some sort of uh, religious mm-hmm. sycophant, and by that mm-hmm. I mean a fanatic that is so pro-abortion inside the Supreme Court that leaked this document, uh, that leaked this ruling... And already last night, they had the chanting and the we won't go back. Or what were they chanting last night? Yeah, listen. We will not go back. Yeah, they, we, we will, will not, not go back. back. We will not go back. What? You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Yeah, it's already been decided. I hope. I, I hope. Yeah. I hope it stays decided. We will not go back. Uh, you know, even before... Roe v. Wade, one third of the states, as Alito uh, mentioned in in his uh, opinion piece that he wrote, one third of the states did have abortion. One third of the states, it was it was legal in uh, in those states, and you could go there for your abortion. If it you means that much to you, yeah, go. you didn't need to do it in a back alley. Mm, but it's going to be fun. Uh, to, to hear the not only the chants but the tweets and the mm-hmm. the people on the left that are going to be screaming for oh, and I'm sure oh, they've already started. There's going to be rights. rioting. Oh, oh yeah. There's yeah. going to be things burned down. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be ugly for it, a while. It's going to be. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, and we're and we're such a stable nation mentally. We can totally handle this. Right oh, now. sure, sure. Yeah, but uh, you're going to hear women's rights. You're going to hear dignity of women, bodily autonomy, mm-hmm. which, of course, never applies anymore to women in sports right. or women using the bathroom without dudes in there mm-hmm. or um, uh, uh, the right to their bodily autonomy when it comes to not getting the jab. I mean, right. It, this, uh, look, there's a Hillary Clinton right there. Hillary Clinton's tweet uh, last night. What did she say right there? Not surprising, but still outrageous. This decision is a direct assault on the dignity, rights, and lives of women. Yes, there it is. Not to mention decades (laughs) of settled law. Uh, Alito uh, addresses that. It will kill and subjugate women even as a vast majority of Americans think abortion should be legal. What an utter disgrace. Mm. What an utter disgrace she is. Mm -hmm. Abhorrent, these people. Evil. Yeah. Here's uh, some of the things that uh, Alito wrote in his opinion. Mm -hmm. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion. Thank you. (laughs) Right? And no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. In the years prior to Roe, 
About one-third of the states, as we mentioned, had liberalized their laws, but Roe abruptly ended that political process. It imposed the same highly restrictive regimen on the entire nation. And it effectively struck down the abortion laws of every single state. It represented the exercise of raw judicial power, and it sparked a national controversy that has embittered our political culture for half a century. The inescapable conclusion is that a right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. That's for sure. On the contrary, an unbroken tradition of prohibiting abortion on pain of criminal punishment persisted from the earliest days of the common law until 1973. In some states, voters may believe that the abortion right should be even more extensive than the right Casey and Roe recognized. They already go way beyond that uh, in virtually every state. Voters in other states may wish to impose tight restrictions based on their belief that abortion destroys an unborn human being. Our nation's historical understanding of liberty does not prevent the people's elected representatives from deciding how abortion should be regulated. We have long recognized, however, that stare decisis is not an inexorable command. This guy's brilliant, and he's covering all the bases here. All the things that they're going to scream about. Starry decisis! We've already been hearing that a million times. Uh, And it is at its weakest when we interpret the Constitution. It has been said that it is sometimes more important than an issue be settled than it be settled right. But when it comes to the interpretation of the Constitution, the great charter of our liberties, which was meant to endure through a long lapse of ages... We place a high value on having the matter settled right. On many other occasions, this court has overruled important constitutional decisions. Without these decisions, American constitutional law as we know it would be unrecognizable, and this would be a different country. Casey described itself as calling both sides of the national controversy to resolve their debate. But in doing so, Casey necessarily declared a winning side. The court short-circuited the democratic process by closing it to the large number of Americans who dissented in any respect from Roe. Together, Roe and Casey represent an error that cannot be allowed to stand. Good stuff. Roe certainly did not succeed in ending division on the issue of abortion. On the contrary, Roe inflamed a national issue that has remained bitterly divisive for the past half century. This court's inability to end debate on the issue should not have been surprising. This court cannot bring about the permanent resolution of a rancorous national controversy simply by dictating a settlement and telling the people to move on. (laughs) Whatever influence the court may have on public attitudes must stem from the strength of our opinions, not an attempt to exercise raw judicial power. We do not pretend to know how our political system or society will respond to today's decision overruling Roe and Casey. And even if we could foresee what will happen, we would have no authority to let that knowledge influence our decision. Mm -hmm. He's good. He's covering everything. We can only do our job, which is to interpret the law, apply longstanding principles of stare decisis, and decide this case accordingly. We therefore hold that the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. Roe and Casey must be overruled, and the authority to regulate abortion must be returned to the people... Mm. And their elected representatives. Ta-da! Wow, that's great stuff. And 
I don't know how you argue with it. Well, you don't. Uh, I mean, not logically. You, you can't, of course, emotionally. Oh, women! Women's rights! Women's rights! Shut up. Uh, it's going to be... It's going to be obnoxious, mm-hmm. and it's going to be agonizing. And they're going to argue from a <clears throat> false premise. Yes. They're going to say this outlaws abortion in America, and it does Which nothing it does not. of the sort. Right. You've got to explain to your friends, no. It no, doesn't. It doesn't change our decide. state laws. Yes. So if your state law is that you can get abortion right up to and including partial birth abortion, that still stands if, you, if the states decide yeah, but somewhere out there, there's a woke company email chain that started last oh, night. Oh, for sure. And they're trying to figure out what state they're supposed to boycott. Where's the Supreme Court? What state is that in? <laughs> we need to pull every resource out of Washington, D.C. Boycott that state. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> boycott them. Mm-hmm. There's their building right there. They're showing it, it on Fox. Yeah, yeah. Do we have the... Um, <laughs> Do we have the tweet from Bernie Sanders? Because he's ready to make this a national law. Is he now? Oh, yeah. He's ready to take this to the Senate. I'm not sure. Oh, I didn't send that. Okay, good. So I didn't. Okay. Uh, he's going to propose a law? Yeah, that he wants. He says, look, uh, we've federal got... federal law. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, what, what did he say exactly? Hang on. <clears throat> Let me just check my old Bernie Sanders tweets here with my slow DSL connection. All right. So he says... Uh, where is it now? Oh, Congress must pass legislation that codifies Roe versus Wade as the law of the land in this country no. now. And if there aren't 60 votes in uh, the Senate to do it, and there are not, we must end the filibuster to pass it sure. with 50 votes. There you go. And Mike Lee said, now is the time that also we're going to hear the chatter again for packing the court. We're going to expand the court. Look for that uh, also as a push. Oh, so yeah, the Democrats sure. now have their message for their base. No now question. they have what's going to energize their turnout in November. And I'm sorry to uh, Vladimir Zelensky, but uh, the, the, the chosen altar of worship for the American left is now shifted to abortion. I'm sorry that it's no longer you, sir. Yeah, Zelensky in Ukraine had been that altar for a, for a good couple of months. Yeah, yeah, but it's time so to So they had on. their time in the sun. Right, right. Uh, but now you can rest assured we're going to be hearing nothing but this. Right, I do. And it's going to be so shrill oh, and oh. so extreme. Oh, we, who knows what the other side of this looks like for America. Ugly. But I love Pathead James who tweeted out last night, since men can get pregnant now, men can have abortions and men now have an undeniable voice in this debate. <laughs> nice job, James. Yep. <laughs> If you if you know if they're gonna throw this stuff out there, let's sure. use it. Yeah, might as well use it. <laughs> All right. You know, yeah, don't tell me I don't have a voice in this anymore. <laughs> you you made the rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> These are the rules, man. So yeah, the protests have already erupted outside mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. They got barriers up already. Uh, yeah, they. I mean, I think they were concerned people would actually rush the Supreme Court. A lot like that day that democracy almost died boy signs of a healthy nation when they rushed the capitol building yeah putting barriers around your heralded institutions Mm -hmm. oh this is good (sighs) so uh justice roberts i guess is likely to order an fbi investigation into the leak yeah they're doing that right now who leaked this Mm mm-hmm um, it'll be interesting to find out. I'm going to guess some of Breyer's staff is on their way out. And they mm, were just like, maybe huh, I'm going to be a hero. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and somebody somebody mentioned on Twitter, I forgot who it was, said that um, <clears throat> whoever did this leak, they're gonna you're gonna know who it is. They're gonna be heralded a hero, and they're gonna have a job as a talking head on either a CNN or MSNBC within the next two weeks. They should be in prison. Sure, where they should. should be. I agree. But uh, because I wasn't. You know, I, I don't think any of us <clears throat> were actually prepared for this discussion already. I thought we had until summer mm-hmm. uh, in order to, uh, you know, to get this rolling, fired up. So let's say launched. Roberts, let's play this through because this is the left's dream right now is that Roberts feels <laughs> pressure as we're all convinced that he did uh, 13 years ago with the Supreme Court ruling on Obamacare. Yeah. So. They think they can get him changed, right? So now that gets you to five to four, still overturning it. Yeah, you're the, still not there. So who do you think would feel the heat of the other five that that they think you know in their dream scenario would overturn their vote? Mm. I, I I think you got to go Kavanaugh or uh, Gorsuch. Those are kind of the loose ends that you're not sure about yet, you know, because they're fairly new, and you just don't know exactly where they stand on everything. So maybe they'd put the pressure on those two guys. I don't know. Because I think Alito's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I think Amy Coney Barrett is probably solid. And we know uh, Clarence Thomas is. So where do you go? I don't know. Still, you're right. Still 5-4, even without Roberts. Boy, this the, the meltdown. Let it commence. <clears throat> but they now have their messaging for November. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yep, they yeah. sure do. Which is, which is good for them. Uh, congrats to the Democrats because... Just leading up to this uh, leak of this ruling, they were trying to figure out what their message was going to be. Uh, I, I don't know if you want to play these here, but MSNBC is trying to help the Democrats um, on their messaging uh, before this happened. Hmm. All right, let's see that. With all, with all due respect to everything that the Democrats have done, I, I don't think that explanation is going to cut it. Folks need, and I've learned this working on several campaigns in the past and, and saw it firsthand in the Obama campaigns of 0 and 12. Okay. They need a clear, distinct, disciplined message, Tiffany, mm. that is repeated often. Mm. Uh, it starts mm-hmm. with telling the truth, as we've talked about on this program in the there past. No the Democrats the have a wonderful story to tell. Story. And I really? think it could be distilled to something as that? simple as simple. the Democrats uh-huh. saved your life. They saved your job. They saved the economy. And now they're trying to save democracy from a Republican Party that no longer believes it. Uh If they stick to that type of message, which is the theory of the case, the facts of the matter, what happened, and they get a little bit of help, as Roland said, Mm -hmm. taking that message all around the country, letting the race be dictated on those terms. I think that is a winning message. (laughs) What was it? Good for you. Saved your life. Saved your job and right. saved the economy. Uh, yeah. Democrats 2024. I mean, it's the opposite of all those things, but okay. <laughs> I want to live in Good whatever world he's in, man. Jeez. Oh, so that was the, that was, you know, one of the, uh, you know, possibilities as far as messaging for mm-hmm. Democrats until mm-hmm. last night. But um, if you don't want to go with the Democrat storytelling, maybe you could go with the tried and true method Democrats use, which is call names. Uh, I mean, it's easy in American discourse to talk simplistically about the far left and the far right as two equally dangerous fringe blocks. Elon Musk has done it plenty of times just in the past week. (laughs) But here's the difference. America's far left wants to give us free health care and free child care. America's far right wants to give us white supremacy and no democracy. No. And this asymmetrical polarization of U.S. politics would be laughable if it weren't so horrifying. 
We are living through an unspeakably dangerous moment. The pro-QAnon, pro-neo-Nazi faction <laughs> yeah, of the Republican Party. Pause it for a second. To yeah, the pro-QAnon, pro-neo-Nazi. That's a huge segment of our society. That's what I align with. That's just gigantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a douchebag this guy is. Where did he come from? <laughs> they had him in the back uh, uh, in is... NBC uh, warehouse. They're like, hey, we haven't had a fresh face out here in a while. Agonizing. See if we can get wow. somebody to call Republicans names. And he did. Uh, to expand dramatically come the midterms. Yeah. We're just two years away from Donald Trump very possibly re-seizing executive power. <laughs> seizing. If that happens, re-seizing. we may look back on this past week as awesome. a pivotal moment. Why don't you go back to where you came from? Not so bright Douche. billionaire casually bought one of the world's most influential messaging I'm machines so bright, and just handed it to the far right. Uh-huh. That's great. They, I mean, they are in panic oh mode over losing their mouthpiece, Twitter. Yeah. That, I know. Oh, I know. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, it, they want that to be their exclusive territory, as it has been for the last couple of years. What's uh, Elon Musk's worth? Uh, say 280 billion, 255. Yeah. I hear different numbers. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's a not so bright billionaire. Well, what are you worth, man? What have you taken yeah. your brain power and applied it to 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 earn a good living, there, sir? Oh my goodness! And the left wants to give us free health care and free education. They want to give free everything. All they want is to bring around, bring about socialism in this country. That's uh, so great Pat, of them to do that. The Democrat Party—they saved your life, they oh, saved yeah. your job, and they saved the economy. What more could they do for you, sir? What, what else do you want from them? I know. I'm just, you know, they give and they give and they give. And what do I do? I take. That's all I do. That's all you do. <laughs> That's all I do. You're a taker. Take and take and take from the Democrat Party. <laughs> Jeez. Even minorities are starting to realize that that's absolute garbage. Absolutely ridiculous rhetoric and that's why they're losing minorities by the tens of thousands hundreds of thousands every every election cycle i mean that uh, the hispanics are just done with them blacks are starting to be done with them it's it's amazing that the the lies are finally starting to be recognized by those who are being lied to but this is going to be a real fight because they're going to be as uh, obnoxious as they've ever been, as outrageous as they've ever been, talking about this particular issue, because this is their lifeblood. They worship at the altar of abortion. They love abortion. I, I don't know why. I don't know how that brings them money or power necessarily. But man, are they ever committed to it? Oh, there's just uh, you. Just, you get a natural high when you can snuff out the life <laughs> of an innocent baby. I guess that, that that's what powers them through. It, Something. It's going to be demonic what we're going to witness in front of the Supreme Court and even at yep. Congress, quite frankly. Yep. Uh, they still have those barriers up, though, right? In front of the Capitol? I, these, these justices, especially these five, better have round-the-clock security mm-hmm. because I fear for their lives. I do as these well. These people are nuts. Because They're this nuts. is not a signed and sealed and delivered... Really? Hey, yeah, I mean, right. So if and God forbid, but if one of the justices dies right now, what happens to their vote? That's mm. a draft. That's a rough draft being passed around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a scary time, America. 
And for somebody to leak it, that just shows that they're hoping that they can put enough pressure on them yes. to change their minds by the time the official verdict comes out. And so they need to root out who did this and, and what's they, behind and it. And you know what they need to do right now is, John Roberts, I, I know you've lived a life without having to display a, a spine. But what you need to do right now is you need to break precedence or whatever, and you need to go ahead and say, all right, we're, we're putting this out today. Sign your names. We're mm-hmm. going to. We're going to release this right now. We're not going to drag this out. We're not going to public opinion uh, sway any of the nine of us. Let's go. Sign your name. Let's go. And that seriously would be the smart thing to do right now. Just let's just put it in. Uh, let's just put it in stone right now, and uh, let the let the things where let it fall where it may. The fallout is going to come either way. It can either come now, or it can come in the summer. But it's going to come. So you might as well just get it over with now. Now that it's been leaked, let's get it done. Except he wants to find some way out of this. And I don't know that he's thought of that way yet. I read a... (laughs) Maybe the good thing in this. I read an article where he's trying to figure out a way where it's not totally overturned. What? How can you partially overturn Roe v. Wade? Boy, Alito's words were very specific. Yeah, they were. So... Who knows? Maybe this ends up being a good thing in the end because it doesn't give uh, Roberts time to get in there and tinker and, and erase stuff. Because mm-hmm. because oh. he definitely did something like that yeah. with Obamacare. Yeah, because it the, was ugly. The wording wasn't properly. It was. Oh, I can't remember. It's been so long. But remember, like mm-hmm. it, it was like he wrote something here that did not make sense. Yes. Based on the ruling or something. What was that? Ah. So yeah, this is actually might end up being a good thing because now Roberts can't get in there and with his little eraser. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean at least we know the ruling right now five three. Uh, it's overturned Roe v. Wade. We didn't get to hear that about Obamacare, which but it was probably the case, and then he changed his mind. Something in him, he just he does not want to be known as a right wing chief justice. Not at all. He doesn't want to be known as conservative. I wonder what they have on him. Hmm. I I don't know if it's that or if he's just so concerned with <laughs> right. his legacy. I, I don't know. But they could very well have something on him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Oh, it's definitely possible. <clears throat> Monday was another uh, big day, by the way, for uh, President Braindead. <laughs> yeah, it was. Man, he's been stunningly horrific yep. lately. Just really, really bad. Harry is uh, talking about public service. They may not know your name, but you have their gratitude. And that's what public service is all about. It's that that what Mm. the President Rank Award is all about. Who? They're about the families (laughs) in every corner of this country. I don't know. President (laughs) President Rank Rank Award is all about. Rank Award. Is it an award? I guess I should have looked this up. (laughs) Play that again. President Rank Award. (laughs) They may not know your name. Uh-huh. But you have their gratitude. Oh, it is a that's what public war. service is all about. He mm-hmm. still doesn't know what it's it is. That, uh, it's, uh, it's that what the President Rank Award is all about. Presidential They're Rank They're about the families award. in every corner of this country. So, so okay, he got tripped up on the word presidential. The Presidential Rank Award? Yeah, yeah. I don't how do you... Ooh, I don't even know that? about the Presidential Rank Award. I don't award. either, but he doesn't either, so it works out. <laughs> he said president. He, he got tripped up on the word presidential. It's Presidential Rank Award. And that's what... Uh, uh, I mean, that was only one of like three clips we have of him yesterday. He was so bad. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, 
that'll be fun to hear him talking about uh, Roe v. Wade and the overturning <laughs> of, the, uh, of the decision today uh-huh. sometime because he can't. You know, he just can't get through stuff. So I, I guess yesterday Ramadan came to an end, and so he was celebrating that because he's a big Ramadan guy. Oh, is he? And so oh, okay. this is what he looked like for that. Nice. No one should dis- discriminate against or oppress or be oppressed for the religious beliefs. Nobody. <laughs> what? Nobody. So today, uh. we also remember all those who are not able to celebrate this holy day, including Muslims and and. Excuse me, including Uyghurs and Rohingyas, and now all all those are facing famine, violence, mm. conflict, and disease. He's good. <laughs> He's good, right? He's just off the cuff. He's just good. again. I have to hear it one more time. Just okay. roll that thing. Sure. Roll that great bean footage. No one should just dis- discriminate against or oppress or be oppressed for the religious beliefs. Nobody. Sure. Nobody. So today. Wow. We also remember all those who are not able to celebrate this holy day, including Muslims and, and excuse me, and, including Uyghurs and Rohingyas. Rohingyas? You know, all, all those are facing okay. famine, violence, conflict. The, uh, the Uyghurs and the Rangers. Oh, the, the red, Muslim Rangers? Muslim Rangers. <laughs> They're like the... Texas Rangers, yeah. except that they're they're Muslims. It's the Muslim Rangers, they're really good. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh-huh. Got some tweets. Uh, just <clears throat> just X IXL uh, tweets. <clears throat> I predict a mostly reasonable. Response by the left. Sure. Sure, just like it was mostly, you know, all the protests and the riots were mostly peaceful. Uh, Big Poppy tweets, amazing the left knows what a woman is all of a sudden. Huh, yeah. Must have a lot of biologists behind the scenes helping them out. Yep. Not my Thor tweets, a literal rocket scientist is a not-so-bright billionaire, (laughs) according to the douche on MSNBC. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Oh. We weren't quite done with the fun from uh, President Braindead yesterday because yeah. he was in uh, fabulous form, as usual. <clears throat> Here he was discussing uh, his... Uh, I can't read your chicken scratch here. Okay. Well, his betting, a senator. No, from, so I would say that my chicken scratch is pretty what is this, equal. about being? It's, e- it's being. Pat, I think it's equal <laughs> to how coherent... Joe Biden is, okay, as evidenced by yeah, yeah. his comments yesterday. So here he was <laughs> discussing being a senator from Delaware. Delaware at the Biden Institute. So we call that using a point of personal privilege. Now, there have not been many senators from Delaware. It's a small state. As a matter of fact, there's never been one. Uh, and, uh, so there's never I been a senator of- from Delaware. Never okay. been one. There's never been one. There's never been a senator from Delaware. And they don't have that many because it's a small state. Small state. You know, they all have two. Doesn't matter the size. But Delaware's they all get small. Two. And so for some reason, we they've just been said carved none, out of but the process. We, every state can have two except Delaware. I remember that coming out of James Madison's mouth. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That was the everybody but Delaware plan? Yes. yes. Yeah, the everybody but yeah. Delaware plan. He just didn't like Delaware for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know either. 
Why? Him and Caesar Rodney had a grudge or something. Uh, so that's why Joe Biden is the first senator to ever come out of Delaware. And, and you know what? The hmm. math almost checks out, considering how long he's been alive. That is true. So, that is true. Man, so I guess he meant to say president. I guess. Either way, he sucks. You think? Uh, that's I'm, that's where I'm going to... Huh. Can you read that? You're if I land on that? Joe Biden sucks. Joe Biden. It's easy to read. Yeah. Oh, man. He is just... He's losing that battle fast. I'm going to say he's out to lunch. And he's not coming home for dinner. Now we've got his uh, spokesperson, the wonderful and powerful Jen Psaki. Uh, why wasn't Joe wearing a mask? She was asked at the White House Correspondents' <laughs> Dinner the other night. Oh, okay. And of you course, she the was... president would likely be wearing a mask on Saturday while he wasn't speaking. Yeah. We didn't see yeah. him wearing one. What mm. changed? Was there guidance from the president's position? I would say we made decisions based on consultations with the president's position, which I know I noted as well. Sorry. He was wearing a mask um, for portions of the behind the scenes <sighs> oh, uh, visit really? to uh, the was White House he? Correspondents' Dinner on Saturday evening uh-huh. and uh, a determination Pause was made it. that he did so not So when he's only with a couple people backstage, yeah. he's wearing the mask. Sure he when is. he's with 3,000 people you know, in the room, sure. then he's not wearing the mask. So that makes a lot of sense. Do you trust the you know? science or do you not? I Well, she didn't say it was based on science this time. Okay. Did you notice that? It was based on... Consultations. Consultations. <laughs> it was not based in science. So get this. Remember Dr. <laughs> Fauci, he made this big deal about, uh, uh, I, I've, I've decided that I'm not going to attend the dinner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you see what he did though? He showed up to the pre-party. So he's in there literally mm. handshaking and people's faces and stuff. But he still has the card he can play. Well, I didn't go to the dinner. I assessed my personal risk. But he was out there glad handing. There's pictures of him all over the internet shaking hands with Don Lemon and other celebrities out there. Oh my gosh, these people, man. And don't forget, you're supposed to be wearing that, that mask on the plane. And they're going to go to court and they're going to use your tax dollars to fight that court battle to make sure that you have to put those on. But they, no, they're just going to do it backstage. Wink, wink. It's crazy. I can't take it. The hypocrisy is mind-numbing, of course. You know, a lot of a lot of patheads took to Twitter using the hashtag, put that in your pipe, yeah. after the show yesterday, to talk about Jill Biden and her successful debut of her book, which is, I mean, outrageous. So good. A full 250 copies were sold nationwide. 250 <laughs> so uh the left is uh, big on saving trees right so they're like ah i better not buy but this it. includes everything so <laughs> oh. digital you don't have to oh no you don't right. have to cut down oh, trees no. Oh, no. for digital copies of her book oh, no. so uh <laughs> mr mcafee tweets of the 250 copies of jill's book that was sold how many were bought by the Bidens to hand out to White House staff? <laughs> oh, probably all of them. Right. I don't right. know. Probably all. Yeah. Do you know anybody who's a big Jill Biden fan? Have you ever heard it? Hey, you know who I love is our first lady, Jill Biden. She is so great. I'm just hoping she comes somewhere near me uh, so that I can, you know, go to one of her speeches. Oh, sure. She's so terrific. That would be a party. Riveting. Mm-hmm. Riveting stuff. Uh, this from Swank Think. Jill's biography will still be higher on the New York Times bestseller list than The Great Reset. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Because mm-hmm. it's the right kind of book. And that's really important to the New York yep. Times. Yep. Uh, we have Kara3022 tweeting, 
I wonder which had more sales, Jill's book or the Fauci movie? Oh, gosh. Remember that? Equally terrible. What was that, like a couple dozen uh, tickets mm. sold the first weekend? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nobody was interested. Pathead BS Mariani sent this tweet. I heard John Hinckley sold out his first show in July. All 450 seats. Wow. Seems even Hinckley can outsell Jill Biden's biography. That is a great observation. <clears throat> yep. From a, a presidential would-be assassin can sell out tickets to his event. I, You know, I'm sure there's a big curiosity factor. But you can't sell more books than John Hinckley sold tickets. <laughs> and it's Good probably time. about the same price, too, I would guess. You know, that it's... Uh, 20 bucks, I think. I think Hinkley was asking 20 bucks a ticket. Is that right? Can Jill's book be any more than that? I wouldn't. It's probably already on the discount shelf, in fact. No. A lot like CNN Plus, which <laughs> went on the discount shelf the day after it launched. Man. So. That's a good point. Speaking of CNN, they're still freaking out over Elon Musk buying Twitter. Wow, they can't stand this. Mm-mm. They are so afraid that contrasting points of view will be posted on Twitter, and they just can't have it. Here they are freaking out about it. No, I think there's a bigger problem that when we focus on the personalities of people like Elon Musk, and people say, oh, I think Elon's thinking this or that, there's a bigger problem here about how we are going to control the channels of communication Uh-oh. in this country. Uh-oh. In 1927, we had You're the radio control. Act. 1934, mm. the Communications Act. Mm. Congress stepped in. We made rules. Mm. FCC wasn't great, but wow, it's man. still regulating the broadcast industry. You right. can't use vulgar language. You can't do all these things with speech. We gave over our uh, what amongst our mm-hmm. airwaves or our internet waves to Mark Zuckerberg, and Elon Musk. Mm. And we are in so much trouble because those guys believe in making money. We've already seen that with the 2016 election Mm. in Zuckerberg when he was taking rubles for ads from Russia and saying, oh, I think it's crazy to think they had any influence on this election. Mm. Musk is the same. Musk doesn't want it. You know, he's upset with the SEC, tried to, how dare they question him? You know what I'm saying? This is dangerous. We can't think anymore in this country. We don't have people, (laughs) no, I'm serious. We don't have people in Congress who can make regulations that can make it work. I think we can wow. look to the Western countries in Europe for how they are trying to limit it. But you limit, need, limit. You need controls this on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are headed to hell. We are there. <laughs> Trump opened the gate to hell and now they're chasing us down. Wait, we got to get it. Oh. Wow. Limit and control. That's all I heard. Yeah, it, you can't let Elon Musk have control of Twitter. You got to have the governmental control over it. That's way better. We've got to regulate things. We've got to take control uh, over the speech in this country. They had no problem with social media until someone they disagree with decided to make a purchase. And the the Mark Zuckerberg thing, you can't get much more left-wing than Mark Zuckerberg. You're not even happy with his control over Facebook? No, he's trying to make the case that, look, it's I just know, two there was people. A big, right, you know. Yeah, and there was a big uh, uh, Russian influence in the 2016 election, but there was no problem in 2020. Zero. Absolutely the most perfect election of all time. That's the word, Pat. You it's came perfect. up with it. Perfect, it was a perfect, perfect election. election. Yeah. There's not anything... Anything shady with that. There's somebody else bringing up the 2016 thing as a fraud, and that's what they think. 
the Democrats are all apoplectic that we would dare say that there were some problems with 2020 and uh, the voting process. But 2016, they can completely disparage as a Russian operation. And that's why Trump was elected. Are, God, are you forceful? To be on Twitter or Facebook, or does someone apparently you? not because because uh, he makes it seem like <laughs> that's where Americans are forced to spend their time does and, and get their messaging and their news. Yep, no one's forcing you to go to you know a, a, a better case can be made to go uh, and 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 lock down CNN, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean they put that in an airport. I'm forced to watch CNN when I travel. Right, I can't escape it. It, you could make a case that well, it's a broadcast signal, right? I mean, you could you could seriously go to CNN and use their own logic and say, well, look, your fairness doctrine thing, half of your programming should should skew right. Yes, I mean, yeah, no one is forcing you to go to Twitter or Facebook or even CNN for that matter. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to control us. I mean, the second the second they feel a threat of one of their what they thought was a lockdown part of our society, social media. Now it needs regulation and control. This shows how fragile they are. They, they know they're fragile. They know they can't hold up to any sort of opposing opinion. They can't. They crumble. Amazing. So Tulsi Gabbard uh, tweeted this out the other day. Biden is just a front man. Mm-hmm. Obama, April 21st, social media censors. Don't go far enough, mm-hmm. he said. So the government needs to step in and do the job. Six days later, Homeland Security <laughs> rolls out the Ministry of Truth. Well, okay, the Disinformation Governance Board. Yeah, get it right. Uh, here's what Obama had to say. And it went a now, little Now, the good news is, something is that like almost this. all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms, and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it monitor Mm -hmm. given the sheer volume of content this strategy can feel like a game of Mm whack-a-mole still uh, talking to people at these companies i believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech encourages violence or poses a threat to public safety define it they genuinely are concerned about it they want to do something about it Okay. But while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, uh-huh. it doesn't go far enough. Oh, oh, okay. Sure. Right. And that's where the government steps in, right? That's where we have a misinformation governance board to decide what's, uh, what's acceptable and what isn't. Filter it for me, government daddy. They have to because we're too stupid. We can't do it. We can't do it on our own. I can't look at something that says, let's say, uh, the moon launch was faked. Okay, we never walked on the moon. Well, then I just believe it. I don't look into it. I don't remember seeing it when I was a, a little boy, a nine-year-old boy, watching it on TV. It didn't really happen. It was a soundstage in uh, Nevada or Pocatello, Idaho. I don't know. Where did they do that? Where did they film that thing? This is disinformation. This is obviously in Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, California. I was trying to throw you off the, tra- off the no, track Obviously, there, Pocatello. But, uh... Don't throw that curveball in there. <laughs> I see you coming. Pocatello had much bigger conspiracies they were working on at the time. So they couldn't do it there. They couldn't host the moon landing there. 
Wait, that's the name of your book, Corby. The Pocatello Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are, uh, not able to decide any of these things for ourselves. We, we need Barack Obama to do it for us. And the Disinformation Governance Board. Wow. This is very frightening stuff. Yeah. I w- they, they are going as far as they possibly can and then going a little bit further. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm with you, though. Didn't it seem like uh, Obama was a little slower in his pace than Yeah, normal? it did. Yeah. I think the teleprompt operator was asleep half the time. Because I think that's what was going on. Well, his cadence put him right to sleep. Right. Well, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Health Canada, by the way, is set to enforce new rules on corded window blinds. Just more government intervention that really helps. It's helpful. (laughs) Starting next month, businesses that sell corded window blinds will need to abide by Health Canada regulations aimed at preventing injuries to children. However, the rules came into effect last year, and some businesses are concerned about the confusion it's causing for customers looking to buy window coverings for their homes. Uh, Health Canada reduced the length of cords allowed on window blinds to 22 centimeters. So that could be, I don't know, <laughs> 22 miles. Right. Could be 22 inches. I don't know. You don't need, who There's needs no way to tell. a 22 mile long It doesn't seem like you do, does it? Cord. No, that's silly and that could be dangerous. You could trip on it too and stuff. <laughs> the reason for the, char- the change is to prevent situations where children become tangled in the long cords Incidents that can lead to life-altering injuries and even death. And it has happened. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, the government's there to protect us but, from us. Yes, it'll never happen again because they did this. While Health Canada changed the regulations a year ago, the agency says it will now be conducting inspections. Oh, here we go. Starting Sunday <laughs> to ensure businesses that sell window blinds are in compliance with the new rules. Uh-huh. And Canada just keeps going further into government intervention. They can't do it enough. While businesses that deal in window coverings and custom blinds are 100% on board with the new regulations, Mm. some have questions about why Health Canada hasn't made the information more widely known. Mm. It's been a difficult transition, according to Ashley Darrington, who works with a custom builder. We get a ton of people coming in that are looking to purchase window coverings, and what they want now is against the law. (laughs) It definitely poses some difficulties. Now, if you don't have kids... Mm -hmm. Why would this even be a yeah. problem? Yeah, and the article goes on to explain that these stupid short window blind strings mm-hmm. aren't strong enough to pull the window to blinds pull up. The window blinds up, <laughs> and it's created a disaster in the housing market in Canada. It, it's just the government, man. I, I can't. They touch something and it virtually breaks. every time. Everything. The unintended consequences are worse than what they were trying to prevent. Ah, oh, man. Triple Eight. 933.93 on this uneventful day mm. where virtually nothing happened. Nothing's going on. Nothing's in the world going on at all. Really something. Mm. So, next hour, we're going to talk about your favorite Disney characters. Mm. Is it Goofy? No. Uh, Mickey? Nope. What about Donald Duck? No. It's, no. You almost got it. Well, don't tell, don't tell yet. Really? Don't tell. I yeah. Hold it. Hold on. <laughs> Tweets here. Carl Smith tweets, uh, the no senator from Delaware clause was written because the founders foresaw Joe Biden. <laughs> well, that's that's too bad that it didn't keep him out. Right, right. Dang. Can we get a Supreme Court ruling on that, please? I hope so. Jimmy Dimples tweets, 250 copies of Joe Biden's book sold nationwide. Wow. 
That's five books per state, mm. including Alaska and Hawaii. That's a lot of math, but it's right. Checks out. It does check out. We just ran it through a calculator. A supercomputer. Cor- <laughs> Corby keeps it in the other room because it generates too much heat for this one. Yeah, and it's too big for this room. Mm-hmm. Vern Lundquist tweets, which project did more market research, Jill Biden's biography or CNN Plus? Ooh, that's a good one. That's, I don't know. That's, I don't have to think about that one for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me tell you about something really important. Take 60 seconds uh, to tell you about preborn. Because throughout the world, I'm sure you've heard the stats by now, leading cause of death is abortion. It's uh, 1.2 or 1.4 billion worldwide. It's 63 million killed babies in the United States alone since 1973. And that's why we're celebrating today the end of Roe v. Wade. However, Mm. ending Roe v. Wade does not end abortion. It sends it back to the states... And each individual state makes makes their own law. So the Ministry of Preborn has more work to do. Preborn and Blaze Media partnering to help rescue 50,000 babies from abortion in 2022. And when the mother does choose life, as they do 80% of the time, once they're shown the ultrasound, because that's what Preborn does. They show women the ultrasound for free, and 80% of the time they choose life. Well, then Preborn goes into work, uh, goes to work to provide maternity and baby clothes, diapers, car seats, counseling, all kinds of things free of charge for the mother. Will you help say, save the lives of 50,000 babies this year? If you can, donate uh, $28. That'll, that'll buy one ultrasound. $144 buys five ultrasounds. But whatever you could afford, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or preborn.com slash pound. Pat Gray Unleashed. Well, okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your favorite Disney characters this hour. We promise, since there's nothing going on, nothing in the world. going on. It's a good day to, to throw out the the Disney topics. Yeah, we can get back to the old school of where on a slow news day. Yeah, you just did a fun topic. Yeah, <laughs> but I seriously want to know who your favorite Disney character is now, though. Oh man, I just I don't Too have many? one anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, because you're mad at Disney. I'm mad at Disney. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I used to have many, but I have none now. Really? Not one. Not even Olaf, <clears throat> the uh, the snowman from not Frozen? Even, not even him. Oh. Or whatever his preferred pronoun is. That's true. Who knows anymore? Who knows? Huh. Who knows? Especially with Disney. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, speaking of the ruling, not- numerous notable public figures are slamming the Supreme Court. Of course. Noting that the action will cause serious damage to trust within the nation's highest court. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're really concerned about that. In the draft written by uh, Sam Alito, uh, he stated that Roe was egregiously wrong from the start, and we hold Roe and Casey must be overruled. Well, a lot of people upset about it because, you know, reproductive rights. That's why. Look at all the good Mm. that has been undone by these five justices. Where will women go for their mammograms now? Right. Right? Right. right. 
They don't care about women. They yeah. just don't care about women. Yeah. They want to restrict everything they do. Uh-huh. Yeah, like the, the reaction. You would think that they outlawed women from looking at themselves in a mirror now. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, put we your clothes on if you're going to look in the mirror. Yeah, we can't allow it. We can't. <laughs> in fact, maybe we should take all mirrors out of homes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Where women reside. I think that just encourages vanity among the female <laughs> species. And so let's uh, make sure that we all. I mean, I, I, they're showing footage just from last night in front of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I just cannot understand the mindset where there's people on the ground. They're women with their head in their hands. And, and, and it's like they're reacting to a law that says the federal government gives you the right to kill your kid. Something. I can't understand that mindset. Like, yeah. oh no, I can't kill. You could right. just move to the right. Just go to the right state. And that's that's what people did before Roe v. Wade. They, there were very few back alley abortions. There were very few. Uh, and even the guy who came up with the number, I, I don't remember his name. It's been a while since we've talked about this. Uh, but he was a big time abortion activist. And then later on, he, I think, uh, like the Roe in Roe v. Wade, he became pro-life. But he said that he made up completely out of whole cloth. He made up the 10,000 number. Because they always said, well, 10,000 women every year die from back alley abortions. Mm. Really? Are there even that many alleys? Let alone back alleys? Right. Where they're doing this stuff? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Just... Yeah. And it hardly ever happened, and nobody really knows the exact figure because, again, they're doing it at home or or wherever, and so we don't know the exact number. But it wasn't ten thousand. I mean, that's asinine. But that's there. You know, that's going to come up again. That we've restricted it so much now, and it's not true because it just goes back to the states. So I'm sure in Texas we'll have our own law. California is going to have their law, mm-hmm. and they're going to be complete opposites. So, but again, let's go back to November of 2020. The election happens. All of these states have questionable practices at what went down there. Okay, mm-hmm. the left was screaming, "Leave the states uh, to their own devices." This is <clears throat> these are all individual elections, you know, within the states. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And is that not the same principle that we're asking you to apply here now? With abortion? Well, just yes. Let the states do their thing, right? I mean, I just, this convenient argument of of when when it's allowed in the states and when it's not, it's just the hypocrisy. I can't take it. It's aggravating. But it's all they have. And so they're going to continue to use the, you know, you're killing women. They've already started that, in fact. Yeah, you know, you're killing women. Really? No, this is actually going to save uh, a lot of women because half of the abortions, in fact, a little bit more than that, would have been women. They'd be female. Because I, and I don't know how I'm getting that because I'm not a biologist, but from books I've read. Okay. Yeah, that's what it says. That yeah. about 50 50 split between male and female. Huh. I don't know how many non binary there are or G's or gems. I, I, I don't know. Oh, you know, you joke, but how, how much you want to bet textbooks are being written right now? Right now, that mm-hmm. say that. Not to get off track here, but you know that that's exactly what's happening. Sure. Ugh, gross. Absolutely. Uh, so, um, it's going to get ugly, and I, I'll bet they'll be rioting in the streets, but they'll be mostly peaceful uh-huh. riots, you know, with the flames shooting up to the sky behind them. 
<laughs> as CNN is showing the uh, the street on a wide-angle lens. <laughs> I, I want to be clear in how uh-huh. I characterize this. This It is not, generally speaking, unruly. <laughs> it's not, uh-uh. generally speaking, unruly. Again, the flames mm-hmm. licking at the sky behind him. <laughs> hey, by the way, That's CNN so great. just flashed a map on their screen mm-hmm. of where abortion would likely uh, become illegal. Okay. And by default, you know, it showed the other states that weren't colored in where it would likely remain legal. My gosh, you're still going to have half the country. Sure. At least. At least. Where you can go to get an abortion. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All this did was take out the federal mandate. That's all. And that's as it should be. Yep. But they can't take it. They can't handle it. Uh, Any... Anything that makes sense, really, in the world, they fight against tooth and nail. They can't, they can't take it. Uh, and that's why they don't want any conservatives on Twitter. That's why they love the fact that Twitter bans and shadow bans and uses the algorithm to shut down conservative thought. And now, if that's not going to happen, and by the way, it's still happening because Mike Lindell just went back on Twitter and it was immediately banned again. Yeah, within three hours. So, it, I mean... There's nothing conservative happening yet, if there ever will be. Yeah, and, and there's uh, you know, our old buddy Brad Staggs, uh, who used to be here at The Blaze. Uh, he ran his handle just the other day through this website. You can go and check and see if you've been shadow banned. Mm-hmm. He's being shadow banned right now, actively by Twitter. Really? So it's Does like, he know why? What would no. he put up that? No. Jeez, that's it, awful. It, I mean, it, so it's not even fixed yet. Seriously. It's not. It's not. Yeah. And, you know... The transaction hasn't even been completed, yeah. and we're not positive it's go- going to be with Elon Musk taking over. Yeah, I do like uh, I do like when Elon Musk is such a fun follow on Twitter. I mean, he's worth the price of admission to begin with. Which, yeah, he's great at it. Which is free, of course, so thanks for <laughs> ruining your own example, Keith. But uh, he uh, was tweeting back and forth with, um, with NBC, because NBC said something about him. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to be able to find this. But it was fun. Uh, it, he he doesn't care. I mean, he mm-hmm. is using the platform to, and he's pointing out the absurdity of our press at the same time. And I just love that. And so, just the fact that somebody is in this position that can actually make a difference. I mean, I don't put a hundred percent of you know faith in Elon Musk, but it sure is going to be a heck of a lot better than the way it was beforehand. Well, it can't be worse. Can't be worse. That's for sure. So it gives you hope. Yeah. You know, that it's going to be a little bit more fair and balanced. Yeah. Oh, oh. so here we go. So that clip right there that we played um, of the guy who was saying that the right-wing neo-Nazis and, and, and Elon Musk, the guy who called him a brain-dead or what a, a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, um, anyway, he goes, uh, say, NBC basically saying Republicans are Nazis. This is Elon Musk. Same organization that covered up Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah. Had Harvey Weinstein story early and killed it. And yep. built Matt Lauer's rape office. Okay, I don't know about that last one. <laughs> Lovely people. They, they built? No. Is that what he said? Yeah, they built, they built Matt, Matt Lauer's rape, rape office. office. Okay, that one. We're <laughs> well, need to rape. they did exaggerate that. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's There's no question they exaggerated. But he's making the point that, that uh, NBC <laughs> calling out Republicans as neo-Nazis yeah. is the same group that does this 
in the press. So anyway, it's nice to see uh, that's great. Uh, someone pushing back <laughs> on the mainstream media. That's awesome. With a platform such as his. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Did you see Megan Fox, actress Megan Megan Fox, uh, said that she and her rapper boyfriend machine gun kelly you familiar with all of his works his musical genius i mean in fact i mean i can't get enough that was that was this morning's uh uh, was it yeah prep show music for pat gray unleashed good machine gun kelly sure it was (laughs) his real name i don't know if you're aware of this colson baker i mean who doesn't who doesn't know that? Oh, that's probably why people, you know, all the patheads didn't get my reference on Twitter. Probably. Because I, I referred to him as Colson, <laughs> Colson Baker, Baker mm-hmm. instead of Machine Gun. I messed right. up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood. Oh, no. God. For ritual purposes. All right. Good night. <laughs> she said, I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people or people are imagining us with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood, she said. Mm. Nah, it's, it, really, it's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on oh. occasion for ritual purposes only. Oh, okay. I I thought it was going to be something weird. I <laughs> did. But I mean, if it's for ritual uh-huh. purposes only, then that's, I mean, that's totally understandable. Yeah. I, I get that. I mean, who among us? Mm-hmm. Who among us don't do blood drinking for ritual purposes? I don't know anybody who doesn't do that. Give me a simpler time <laughs> when Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton would just wear the blood around their necks of each other. Now we're drinking it? <laughs> so oh. weird. So weird. Oh. And it's controlled where it's like, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. She said, he's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic, where he's willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. That's good. That's uh-huh. good. I, I'm sure they're a really acute romantic couple. Stable, they, they too. Sound, yeah, they, they sound terrific, don't they? Uh, let me tell you about something that is terrific, terrific, and that is hedging your bet with... Um, Everything that's out of control here in the stock market, the dollar, who knows where it's going to wind up uh, going up or coming down. It's doing both on a regular basis. Inflation's out of control. I mean, 47% more for fuel than a year ago. 41% more if you want to buy the same used vehicle that you thought about last year. And 10% more to feed your family right now. Hedge against inflation. In the U.S. dollar by investing in something with real value. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. And Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into a tax-sheltered IRA backed by gold and silver. Thousands of satisfied customers. And Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with a Better Business Bureau. They can help protect your savings. So... Text PAT to 989-898. Get your free info kit. It'll tell you everything you need to know to make a really good, informed decision about gold and silver. Text PAT to 989-898. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah! America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Single word. I was okay. put him in, uh, put, it, it, 
excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. That that's not a single word. <laughs> the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping is a bunch of words. I didn't count them exactly, don't but cha- I know it's more than one. Know, I know. Don't challenge my president. Okay, right. You're right. I mean, he's got a mess to clean up. Respect the office. You're not even respecting the office of the presidency. He's doing his best after four years of Trump. Right. Give him a chance. Right. Give him a chance. It's only been a year and a half. He'll get. He'll pronounce something correctly eventually. Someday. Give him a chance. Maybe. Give him a chance. I don't know. Oh, he's. I'm gonna put him. Yeah. Cool. Man, he's good. He's good. Love it. I love it. Uh, we have an update on a story we did in Pat Gray Overtime yesterday. Yeah. You can check it out later. Oh. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Pat. Huh. Squiggly Lion underscore. No, I don't. No, you should have quit while you were ahead. I don't think there's a. Then there's a dash. And there's not a Blaze a Media or anything. You don't have And to another underscore. It, don't make it complicated. It's just that easy. It's blazetv.com slash Pat. Yeah, so uh, we have an update of the so, story we had yesterday. Yeah, blazetv.com slash Pat. I think you can still, it says right there, save $10 with the promo code Pat. Mm-hmm. So give that a shot, won't you? Mm. Won't you? Yeah. Look at you look dapper in that uh, jacket there, a sport coat. Look at that. Yeah. Pat Gray in his little sport coat there. You should wear that more often. Should I? But Rob won't put it back up to make no. a point. Look at that. Why don't you wear that more? That's a good look, dude. Uh, yeah. No homo. I'm just being okay. serious. You, you look good in the sport coat. That's all. Why are you hitting on me? Because it's fun. You, like to weird. watch you squirm yeah, over there. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> you know it would be great, though, for your mom? Uh, some cookies from oh, com. Okay. You know, it's Mother's Day on Sunday, right? That's right. Gosh. Now, I don't know if we can guarantee, probably not guarantee, but I, I mean, if you order today, probably should be able to get there by by Mother's Day, depending mm. on UPS or whoever we use. But it's, uh, go to kexi.com, K-E-K-S-I.com. Really delicious lemon. Have you ever had the lemon cookie, the lemon lavender? Oh my God. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think, wait, is that Mint new? Tropical. Yeah. I've had it's a lemon new. one. Oh, then maybe not. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, Jackie's always updating these things. And then they got, you know, the Texas sheet cake, one of my favorite cookies of all time, the mint chocolate chip. Anyway, kexi.com to order those. So good. Hey, a, a couple returned from vacation to find all of their belongings gone <laughs> and two people sleeping on their bed. This is terrible. This is Goldilocks story. <laughs> what the hell? Right. <laughs> Jeez. Gold- this is a Jeffy scam of some sort here. I don't know. Somehow I feel like he's involved with the story. A Maryland couple says they went on vacation and returned to find all their belongings gone and another couple sleeping in their bed. Oh, God. The only item left in their house. <laughs> the bizarre incident unfolded on April 5th when the couple came back to their apartment in the city of uh, Greenbelt. They've been on vacation since March 28th. So, like, only a, a week. The first thing they noticed was that their front door was damaged. When they went inside, all of their property was missing. The apartment was completely empty. Oh, my gosh. you imagine that? Yeah, and then after all that hard work, this uh, thief couple were like, man, we're tired. We'll take the bed tomorrow. Let's, yeah. let's lay down. <laughs> it's been a lot of hard work stealing these people blind. <laughs> and they tried the first bed, and it was too hard. And then they went into the kids' room, and yeah. it was that one was too soft. Too soft, right? Sure. Then they went into the master bedroom, and it it was just right. Just and that's right. where they fell asleep together. So, 
Right. The first thing, okay, so at that point, they began to record video with their cell phones. Mm. The only piece of furniture still in the apartment was that bed. Yeah. And a man and a woman were sleeping Bizarre. in it. Bizarre. Couple says that the two people told them they'd taken all their belongings. Yeah. And then got aggressive with them. Yeah, you weren't using it. Back off. <laughs> we just assumed you were gone yeah, for good. Right? So we took your stuff. I mean, next time, if it matters that much to you, take it with you on vacation. Missing from the apartment. Furniture, food, clothing, even the doors on the kitchen cabinets. What? What in the world? What? This is insanity. Couple believes they lost more than $49,000 worth of belongings. Oh. Well, okay, didn't they get caught? I hope it called the police and uh, mm. and the police released screenshots. They don't have them in su- in custody. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! How do you get away with something like that? Yeah, I'm just, I'm looking to see if there's been an update. If I, I go 51 miles an hour in a 40 mile an hour zone, uh, they're on me like white on rice. <laughs> These people can steal everything uh-huh. a couple yeah. owns, and they're still scot free. Oh my gosh. First of all, Mm. I don't have an update, and I don't think they've caught them. The thieves suggested that they get locks for their windows. Hey, next time, you don't want this to happen again. (laughs) You should get locks on your windows. Thank you for the safety tip, you guys. Appreciate it. All right, see you later. Oh, my gosh. Then there's uh, Alabama, the Bama Lawnmower Bandits. (laughs) This is awesome. Big crime crime gang wanted by police in Alabama. Uh, it's in a tiny Alabama village, they say. They busted open a lawnmower a theft crime gang case that has rocked citizens who had their mowers and other belongings stolen by at least three dirtbags who are snapping locks with uh, bolt cutters. Look at that. So they ride around on these lawnmowers, mm-hmm. and they're taking people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh, That's really... Weird. Yeah. Man, there's some weird stuff it's going so on. It's so weird. She's wearing a Jeez. mask, of course. So, yeah, this was the one. This was after one of her burglaries. <laughs> so they snap a photo of her riding down the road on a stolen lawnmower, pulling a trailer with an Alabama wow. A yard sign on it. I wonder, can they can they get up to her top <laughs> speed and, and chase her down? <laughs> what are you doing? That is ridiculous. And you know what? Somewhere in the story, it says that they mm. cross state lines from like Alabama to Florida or something like that. Weird. Does this become a federal case now? Oh, we're going to bust that crime ring with the FBI. And they can't catch up to him because that lawnmower goes oh. zero to 10 miles an hour in about 35 seconds. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and just too fast. Too fast. Just too fast. <laughs> He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. Huge story broke overnight. If you missed the news, um, the Met Gala was held last night. Yeah, so big deal. Here's the thing: big deal about about the Met Gala. Okay, some people that you probably recognize dressed up. Yeah, right? put on I mean, some formal wear and uh, and went and ate some stuff. That is big, huge, big, news. huge news. It dropped like a bombshell last night because all of a sudden your mm-hmm. news feed just started getting infiltrated with pictures of celebrities and dresses and yeah. suits and whatnot. Wearing suits or tuxes. You're like, wow, oh, it's Met Gala. Now, how did I forget that? Oh, okay. Gowns and things. Yeah. So. 
And they were smiling and waving. Smiling. Yeah, they loved it. Pretty cool. They love themselves. Big news. They really do. And they know how to celebrate themselves, too. And they did that again last night. Mm -hmm. So that was huge. (laughs) We continue to follow the breaking news. It should not be breaking right now that the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. That's that amazing. So we'll watch the uh, absolute insanity unfold today. It's already unfolding. But today, it's going to hit hard. You know that for a fact. Pathead Bricklayer 2021 sent us this notice from elementary teachers in the Federation of Ontario school system, I guess. Mm. Uh, they're, they're going in for some inclusiveness training for LGGBDTTTIQQAAPP. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's no joke. Triple T in there. Look at that. So L G G B D T T T I Q Q A A P P. It's lesbian, gay, genderqueer, bisexual, demisexual, transgender, transsexual, two spirit, intersex, queer, questioning, asexual, allies, pansexual, and polyamorous. <laughs> it's fifteen letters long now. <laughs> I was gonna put him in. Uh, foot, foot. Right. Wait, when they typed this out, tell me, did they do it with a straight face? What do you think? I don't know. Probably, yes. Probably. <laughs> it's going to happen Monday, June 6th oh, from good. 4 to 5 p.m. So you you got some time to plan oh, to like get planning. up to Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, 603 Palace Street, Whitby. Oh, good. All right. Oh, good. We'll be there uh, with bells on. Did I forget anything? Anybody? Can you think of another letter we need to put in here? In fact, I, I like the tweet. Can you put that back up, Rob? Uh, Mitchell Johnson uh, tweeted out after seeing this. Uh, Soon they'll need to print in landscape mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So true. They don't have the F. They missed the affectosexual. Oh, Wow. No. How dare they? How dare they exclude? Not be inclusive. Wow. Wow, good catch, Pat. You haters. Yeah. Where is the fictosexual? The Where people is- that enjoy fictitious characters and uh, have relations with them. <laughs> wow. We have an update, apparently, on the fictosexual guy from yesterday. Okay. Okay, he's the guy who married a hologram in 2018. Recently told a newspaper that their relationship is struggling with communication. What now? Yeah, it's struggling. He's having a hard time talking to her, I oh, guess. Oh, no. I don't know if she's, you know, just so lovely in her blue hair that he clams up. He doesn't know what to say to her. And now I think it's something a little different, oh, according no. to the article. True. Akahiko Kondo, 38, works at a middle school in a Tokyo suburb. Married, how would you like him teaching your kids? Would you like that? <laughs> Married Hatsunu, Hatsuni Miku. A hologram that was created by a computer as singing software on November 4th, 2018 in a wedding that cost more than (laughs) $17,000. Seriously? Really? Yes. Seriously. Really. Uh, As one of the thousands of fictosexuals, Kondo is attracted to fictional characters. And this is where Jeffy would say, who Who among among us? us? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kondo first interacted with Miku using Gatebox, a $1,300 device that projected <laughs> fictional characters into a cylinder and allowed users to communicate via uh-huh. 
artificial intelligence and marry them <laughs> unofficially. <laughs> when he proposed to her in the cylinder, Miku reportedly replied, yeah. I hope you'll cherish me. Yeah, so I remember that. So what, what happened, though? What? Well, since their marriage yeah. in 2018, Gatebox Technology no longer exists. Oh, no. Dang it. What? Which Kondo ha- said has complicated the relationship, but not lessened his feelings. Oh. Not, why not, not one iota. Okay? Uh-huh. This man is committed to her. Yeah. And she's she's trapped and she can't talk to him. Right. That's, that's But he says, tragic. my love for Miku hasn't changed. Hmm. Walks around with a life-size version of the doll. Oh, gosh. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be with her forever. Oh, see? Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> and why wouldn't you think that why of a Ficto uh, character? Character. Remembering what caused him to withdraw into a world where he would marry a fictitious character, Kondo told NewsHub, it's not that people can't live in a society because they're engrossed in a two-dimensional world, but rather there are cases where people become captivated as they search for a place for themselves in video games and anime because reality is too painful for them. Mm, That's sad. And, and, you know, at least he found someone that could yeah, help him right. through all the tough times and be there through thick and thin, better or worse. Oh, no, he can't because she's... she's She can't communicate anymore. With him. I was one of those people, he says. <laughs> people who don't understand the background probably think games are disrupting their lives, but that's not the case. Kondo <laughs> <sighs> was reportedly bullied at work and huh. fell into a depression in t- 2008 when he first stumbled upon Miku... And realized human relationships weren't for him. He credits the Vocaloid software voice bank with pulling him out of his depression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I stayed in my room for 24 hours a day and watched videos of Miku the whole time. Sad. It is sad. The guy is, you know, he's in a terrible depression. Yeah. He's got a mental illness. Mm-hmm. And instead of recognizing that and getting the guy help, right. instead we've created fictosexual for him, yeah. so everything's fine. But I'm not letting everything's him off fine. The hook. I'm not letting him off the hook completely. I mean, he's still a loser. Uh, he's handling this hmm. wrong. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's sad that our society. Um, it is sad. Fictosexual. So stupid. I do want to start seeing the F though. You're right. I want to see that on yeah. the yeah. scriptor. It needs of- to be at least. 17. No, 16 characters long. No, it was 18. So now we need 19, right? I thought it was 15. Oh, no, we're going to count. This is awesome. I'm just going I off what you know. said. No, I you thought said, I said 15. I thought you said Didn't 18. I? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. And the F would be 16. Wow. Okay. Okay, but you got to change your but, font size for that next write-up there <laughs> yeah, for your that's not going to fit. That and you've got gonna... over a month before <laughs> this, so you can figure out how to work fictosexual into your training. Super, you know... They claim inclusiveness training. Mm-hmm. That's not inclusive when you're excluding people like like this guy, Kondo, yeah, right, right. Mr. Kondo, and he could, the fictosexual. Right, and this is a guy who could use that kind of support system. Right. That's right. Make it happen. Let's do a little carrot right between the, the, the triple T and the uh-huh. I and put an uh-huh. F right there. It's horrifying that they didn't include Kondo. Oh! Boy, what... How would... It's, it's frightening. What kind of freak would exclude him? I wonder how Michael he... Jackson would identify <laughs> in 2022. Michael? I think A. He'd be one of the A's. Oh, okay. Asexual, yeah. perhaps. That's it, that, that's kind of where I landed with uh, him. 
is uh, on the asexual. I, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously, people love sending the meme around uh, over and over and over again that talks about, you know, she, her, he, him, uh-huh. and then Michael Jackson is he, he. As, as you, <laughs> there it is. Those are his, That's his preferred pronouns. pronouns? Yeah. Okay. He, he. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Trying to sell your home can be a challenge. It can be super stressful. You know, and you have to keep your house immaculate the whole time just in case anybody stumbles in and wants to see it or the realtor calls and says, hey, we're two minutes away. Can you get everything cleaned up? Uh, You need somebody really good who won't do that to you. Somebody who plans ahead. Somebody who sells your home quickly and for the most amount of money. And that's a realtor from Real Estate Agents I Trust. These are really qualified agents. They have great track records. They have great marketing plans. And, and they're fans of the show. So you're going to have a ton of things in common from the get-go. You're not going to hear stupid things out of their mouths. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. By the way, on the leak at the Supreme Court's first time it's happened uh, like this, uh, on a case like this before it's been officially released, uh, kind of unprecedented what's going on right now. Boy, in the last two years, how many times have we said, first time it's happened, dot, dot, dot. Ooh, a lot. Right? Yeah. Ugh. There's been a lot of precedent set, which, by the way, the Supreme Court went against precedent. Uh, if if this ruling holds up, you know, they're, they're going against that uh, stare decisis thing. Mm. And that is a mortal sin to the left. Because the left doesn't care about the Constitution. What they care about is that something was decided the way they like it to be decided. And they don't ever want it changed. And so they try to push that down our throats. Well, you got precedent. Precedent says that this has to be this has to be settled. It's settled law. It's settled constitutionality. And I love how Samuel Alito tore that apart, talking about how it's nowhere in the Constitution. There's nothing like this in the Constitution. And the ruling was egregiously wrong in the first place. So why continue to uphold it? And uh, apparently they didn't. But again, they could change their minds between now and the time when it's official. Also, uh, this is interesting. Fort Worth becomes the first city in the United States to mine Bitcoin. (laughs) And the mayor points to the future of technology. Wow. Set to break barriers and advance into the future by becoming the first U.S. city government to mine Bitcoin. Maddie Parker, who's the mayor of Fort Worth, told uh, Stuart Varney from Fox Business that the mining process is small scale at this point and involves using three (laughs) machines housed in Fort Worth's City Hall. Nice. This is a pretty small project for us, she said, adding that the six-month pilot program will be conducted in close coordination with the Texas Blockchain Council and the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, ERCOT, to understand any hindrance on the energy grid and to be good stewards for the city's taxpayers. The machines donated to the city uh, resemble vacuum cleaners. Huh. And the mining process is funded without taxpayer expense so far. The machines were donated 
We plugged them into our server room and in close consultation with the Texas Blockchain Council, which provided the professional experience needed. We're officially mining Bitcoin mm. as of last week. That's cool. Yeah. Why not? Why Indeed. Why Especially not? Especially if they were donated to you. Right. Because I think it's a fairly expensive process, yeah, right? To yeah. get this going. Yeah. Parker said she doesn't aim to make any make money off the endeavor within the next six months and that the project is more about learning more about the future of currency for the sake of Fort Worth and of technology in general. This is not about making money, she said. This is about making sure we understand the future of technology mm. and innovation in the city of Fort Worth. That's a good measured uh, approach yeah. to Bitcoin there by Fort Worth, especially yeah. if it's costing nothing. Uh-huh. Huh. They, don't, like they might also look into... Uh, I don't know how to get rid of some of the pro- of the construction projects that are yeah, going on yeah. around the city. Yeah, next time Bitcoin spikes, you mm-hmm. know, maybe you could uh, sell off whatever you've mined and uh, pave a road or two, Fort Worth. Wouldn't that be nice? Boy, that would be helpful. You know these yeah. potholes? <laughs> how many Bitcoin does it take to fill a pothole? We're how many streets out. in Fort Worth are torn asunder right now? Bro, I'm telling you. Nobody knows the answer to that because it's too many to count. Uh, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. There is no route... For me to work where it doesn't feel like I'm driving over cobblestones. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Oh. That's why if something is taking place in Fort Worth, I'm like, nope. No, thank you. Sorry. I'm um, not going to be there. Uh, do you have any events going on in Beirut? <laughs> I might be able to make those be easier I'll check to my schedule to. on that at least and maybe I can get there. I don't know. But going to Fort Worth? No. Sorry. Nope, I can't do it. Can't Sorry. Do it. No can do. Yeah. Yeah, so Berkshire Hathaway has their big investors meeting, you know, and uh, at this meeting, um, uh, this is about Bitcoin, right? Yeah, about big. So Warren, they're big fans. Berkshire oh, Hathaway, yeah, right. Warren Buffett loves Bitcoin. Like if you oh. if you looked at investments, <laughs> you would put Bitcoin over here on one end of the spectrum, and you would put Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett on the other end of the spectrum. Oh yeah, he said, uh, "quote." If you owned all the Bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25, I wouldn't take it. Okay. <laughs> that's stupid. Then you're dumb. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, that's right? just, I don't know how else. Because to... you would make billions. Right. Because you would just turn around and sell it at a profit, moron. <laughs> I oh. mean, if you're talking long term, maybe it's not a great investment. I don't know. It looks pretty good so far, though. But they absolutely, and I understand, it's complicated. It's not the easiest thing in the world to understand and grasp. Yeah. But they don't even take two seconds to even investigate it. And then this other head honcho at Berkshire Hathaway had the, the quote at this meeting that, oh my gosh, this guy, this guy. Check this out. Mm. Clip 12. Say, but it's evil because it undermines it's the e- Federal Reserve System. And it's the evil system. because it <laughs> undermines because our Federal Reserve System. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Maintain its integrity and government control and so on. And third, it makes us look foolish compared to the communist leader in China. <laughs> makes he us was look smart foolish. enough to ban Bitcoin in China. China banned Bitcoin, so that's wow. smart. Presumed advantage. Oh, let's clap. They banned something. <laughs> Yay! When 25% of the people in the country Uh get mad because we've said what we've said today, just remember Charlie spoke last and was the most. (laughs) Yeah, Bitcoin is evil. Wow. And China is right to ban it. Wow. Jeez. And, you know, obviously they're in love with the Fed. Yeah, they've done a great job. A great job. Yeah, just follow the Fed down every yellow brick road they travel. Yeah. 
Yeah. What did he say? He says, in the first place, it's stupid because it's likely to go to zero. Pop-up ad and another Mm. pop-up ad. Uh, It's evil because it undermines the Federal Reserve System. I got news for you. The Federal (coughs) Reserve System is evil. This is uh, is Charlie Munger here. Uh, And third, it makes us look foolish compared to the communist leader in China. He was smart enough to ban Bitcoin. I mean, you, you want to talk about old crotchety out of touch. It's right there. Yeah. Cool. Let's let's. I mean, I know Berkshire Hathaway stock is fairly valuable. You know, uh, it, their A stock is something like I don't know. Last I checked, three hundred thousand. Uh, three hundred is it around three hundred thousand dollars? Oh, it's more. Four hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Four seventy eight. Four hundred seventy eight thousand. In open trading today. Ooh wee. Oof. Can I get one share? Uh, when let's see, one one hundred thousandth of a share of Berkshire Hathaway. Wow, that's really something. So I mean, they've done okay for themselves, and Warren Buffett is a pretty good investor. But I think he's a little out of it on the Bitcoin thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's the whole purpose of it is to not be connected to the Federal Reserve. System. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the point of it. Uh, a couple found a 1950s McDonald's bag with French fries inside their walls during a home renovation. Oh, no. Isn't that weird? That is- so construction workers must have stopped for lunch and then just <laughs> left the McDonald's bags oh, in there. And oh, look at that. Put the sheetrock back up. But that's what it looked oh, like. Let me eat. <laughs> <laughs> on April 16th, Rob and Gracie Jones were doing work on their 1959 Crystal Lake home, located about 50 miles northwest of Chicago. Okay. Suddenly, they found a decades-old McDonald's bag behind one wall. A couple renovated, renovating a 115-year-old building discovered two foot-long hidden murals. Rob was in the bathroom replacing the old toilet paper fi- fixture. Okay, we didn't need that detail. As, <laughs> as he pulled the fixture out, he noticed a rolled-up piece of cloth oh. bunched up inside the wall. The couple had no idea what they were about to discover. Oh, no. Which was decades old fast food oh ick <laughs> at this point we're both looking at each other wondering if we'd be calling the police because we just uncovered evidence from some crime scene <laughs> no we're very relieved to have just found the old mcdonald's bag wow they then took the bag into their kitchen to carefully open it inside they found two hamburger wrappers and some half-eaten decades-old french fries Oh, man. That were crispy and brown. Oh, you first. And only, you know, 63 three years old. I did some math for that. Again, <laughs> ick. <laughs> Wait, so these French fries were still preserved? Yeah. After all this time? That, that tells you everything. Mm, yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, look God. at that. No. That, that's not natural. No, no. There's something in them keeping them that way. Yeah. In 1959, (laughs) even. These weren't like, you know, uh, the 80s and 90s when we started doing more preservatives. No, 59. (laughs) Wow. Why didn't they decay? We saw the fries and we're like, this is unreal. (laughs) How on earth are these fries still in this bag? And how were they preserved so well? It was wild. McDonald's fries are usually known for their salty scent, but the couple said there was no smell to these relics. Ugh. Gracie said they picked up a few of the fries 
and ate them. No. <laughs> they didn't do that part. <laughs> yeah, you look at it. Even bugs didn't eat them over no. the years. Nope. Oh, they're like, ah, pass on this one. They were surprised how sturdy they were despite oh, their decrepit appearance. That is grotesque, Researching man. the logo on the bag, they discovered... Uh, the couple learned it was used in McDonald's production from 1955 to 1961. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the house, didn't they say it was from 59? Yeah, 1959, the house was built, and it's just down the street from McDonald's that was there that opened that same year. And it's still there now? I don't know. I they just... also found out that one of the areas, original <laughs> McDonald's, was built down hey, the street. <laughs> 1959, same year their house was built. Uh, the bag even contained the original mascot for the fast food chain, Speedy. Back. Speedy. Have you ever heard of? I've never heard of Speedy I mean, as I, McDonald's. Arriba, uh, arriba. <laughs> I know the logo. Huh. I didn't know he had a name. So there he is. For now, the couple has the ancient meal in storage and aren't sure what to do with it. I, I don't know. Throw it away. Are you going to sell it? Is it going to go into a museum? What are you going to do with that? I don't know what you do with that, but I'm with them. Let's let's find out. Somebody, somebody will buy it. I mean, this is America. We're a strange place. Yeah. Someone would pay for that. Gracie said, we'd be happy to sell it. Oh. Or if not, uh, we'd probably keep it as a cool piece of history. Mm, I'd take the fries back. I'd say, these are soggy. Well, yeah, look what work. you sold me. Look what you sold stale. me. Stale. Uh, uh, very stale fries. And what are you doing using bags from... 1955 to 1961 to give me my order. I don't like that. Yeah. And they're dirty. They're filthy, these look, bags. Look at this. Well, I mean, <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourselves. I want fresh fries, not the ones in the bottom. Speaking of McDonald's, they've hiked their U.S. pricing roughly 8% in quarter one. And this is only the beginning. No you can guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Uh, CFO Kevin Ozan said uh, on a call with investors, the chain expects inflation to elevate food and other costs 12 to 14% for the year. Yep. Higher than expected. Last year, the chain bumped prices up 6%. So another maybe 14% this year. That's 20% in the last couple of years. They reported smaller order sizes and a 1% decline in transactions for the period. Hmm. You know, there's some things you can do it without as inflation keeps going up. And it seems like, to me, fast food's one of them, right? They could really be affected by this. Or you could invest in fast food because you can see they last forever. Yeah. (laughs) Those fries aren't going anywhere. (laughs) They'll survive the apocalypse. All right. Uh, We've got Pat Gray overtime coming up, and then we'll see you back here on Pat Gray Unleashed tomorrow.